0: A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares, My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, But we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith. Men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Issachar dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here and are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the Word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, no turning back from the north south east and west behold a new generation who will bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people a new generation has emerged backed by the heavenly host with a trumpet sounding let god arise and all his enemies be scattered a new generation that has no color no race no gender and no status has emerged the ecclesia has emerged we are the cyrus community
1: Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. Now when we talk about Business Unusual, we are saying that our Kingdom conversations are going back to that place where we said that business in this season is a tool of war. Mm-hmm. So we are saying that we are going to start engaging matters, business, and that is where every Kingdom conversation or our fireplace conversation, you'll hear a lot of business unusual. Business is a tool of war. Mm-hmm. Now, our conversation when we start like that, we have to ask ourselves, if business is a tool of war, who are we at war with? Mm -hmm. Why are we at war? And what is the expected outcome? Now, when you go to war, you need to understand, who are you? Who are you at war with? What is the expected outcome? Because most of the time, we always divide ourselves into two categories. As long as I'm a Christian, I go to church, I count myself as the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Anyone who is not coming to church, who is not saying Jesus is Lord, Mm -hmm. that is Babylon. Mm -hmm. Now, today, we are going to look at that again. We want to ask ourselves, what is Babylon? Mm -hmm. Could there be Babylon inside of what we call the church or the ecclesia or the kingdom of God or this body of Christ? So that when we talk about Babylon, we need to understand the definition of Babylon is not just another word for the world or anyone who has not said, I am born again. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we are asking questions today. What is Babylon? Where did it originate from? And of course, how do we identify this Babylon. In That's fact, our those
2: are such crucial um, questions. I like the way you've begun because we always assume, mm-hmm. the minute we use the terms like Babylon, yes. kingdom of darkness, mm-hmm. kingdom of light, we've mistakenly, and I say mistakenly mm-hmm. because we didn't know better, assumed that if you are saved, you are not Babylon. Mm. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And the unbeliever is, is. Babylon. Mm-hmm. In some extremes, in Africa and in the, in the West Indies, Jamaica and the rest. Mm. We all believe now it's the opposite. The Rastafarians believe the rest of us. Are Babylon are Babylon <laughs> As long as you have Western concepts, mm. you are Babylon. Yes. If you have modern concepts you are So you see this term Babylon has been thrown around that so what much. I'm hearing
1: but you know? this word yes. is a word that is actually kind of mysterious. Exactly. And maybe that it's it's like a mystery. Yes. We need to decode it. And yet this word
2: mm-hmm. has been mentioned, and listen, this the, the, the word Babylon in terms of a city has been mentioned over two hundred and seventy eight times in the Bible. Mm. As a city. Yes. And, uh, and in many other terms. Okay. Yet the, the it's the let me tell you, other than Babylon. The only other mentioned city more times than Babylon is Jerusalem.
1: Mm fine. So we are saying, at least we are sure we are saying that we understood where we are coming from. We yeah. understood Babylon to be yes. the world.
2: Yes. And when we
1: talk about Jerusalem, it's yes. the church. Exactly. But what today we are asking is a very crucial question. Yeah. Could there be Babylon in the church? Yes. When we identify what Babylon is, yes. could we be Babylonians exactly. who are confessing Christ? Exactly. Could we be living like Babylonians yet we are lifting our hands to God? Yes. Could we be Babylonians yet we are saying we are going to heaven? Exactly. That's what we are
2: asking. This is the reality. That that's that changes the lines of the battle mm. the, ba- the lines of the battle are not so easily defined okay. Because you cannot have a battle Before you define the enemy mm. If you don't define the enemy You are in trouble yes. So when we go to the origins Now Babylon also in the Bible Is considered to be a kingdom Alright Yes. And therefore we are going to use that as a context But to do that We must look at the law of fasts, mm. Always in Genesis Of course we always do that <laughs> Where we everything didn't starts. So, first we have to understand the origin of the kingdom of
1: God before we look at the origin of Babylon. That way, when you look at the kingdom of God yes. and then you look at Babylon, yes. then we are able to say, wait a minute. Where do I belong? Because exactly. this is always what is. I mean, this yes. is what we say all the time. Yes. Every time you hear the conversations, yes. Go back to yourself. Start with you. Ask yourself: When I hear what you're defining as the kingdom of mm-hmm. God and of Babylon, then which kingdom do I live in? Exactly. Remember, there's a message we have on our YouTube channel yes. of the two cities. Yes. Which city yes. do you live in? Which city do you live in? That's the and, and it's
2: important to know that each city determines
1: its kingdom. Mm. Each city
2: mm. is a capital city of its kingdom. Okay. So if Jerusalem is a picture of the capital city or the main nation that determines the kingdom of God, mm. then of Babylon, the enemy. Are, oh, no, Jerusalem. Okay.
1: Jerusalem is yeah. of
2: God. Then we know that Babylon is the city that determines the kingdom of darkness. Yes. It is the primary. Yes. But now we also want to break down what the kingdom of darkness is in this series because we also have all sorts of interesting Mm misnomers of what that means. All right? Okay. Now, having said that, let's start with the beginning of the kingdom of God and we go to Genesis. Mm -hmm. And we we are using this in the context of our current teaching. So please understand what we explain is not everything about the kingdom. This is a context of definition of in the line of where we are. Yes. So don't say, what about? Does the kingdom also mean, listen, the kingdom is more it's than more what seeing. we're about to say. Yes. But what we're about to
1: say is in context of where this war is going. Okay. Alright? So Genesis 1:28. Yes. Then God blessed them and mm-hmm. God said to them, mm-hmm. be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Fill the earth and subdue it. Mm-hmm. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, mm-hmm. over the birds of the air, and over every living thing mm-hmm. that moves on the earth.
2: So we can say that is the kingdom mandate given to Adam and Eve. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I want to show you, past that we know, things happened, we reached a place where there was a flood and destruction, then God brings in this kingdom mandate again. Mm -hmm. And now let's see to who.
1: Now let me ask you something before we read the next one. Yes. So God creates man. Yes. This man is supposed to be operating in the kingdom of god yes but in the kingdom of god he gave him a mandate yes so every kingdom must have a mandate clear you can't be a citizen yes. and you have no mandate there like what are, what are you doing here nothing yes. what are you doing you know because if you think about it yeah. when we talk about nations yes we live in nations all of us you have a nation you have a nationality yes if somebody was to ask you what are you here uh, to do yes. concerning this nation nation? Nothing. The nation is supposed to just give me space to live. Now that's not the kingdom of God. I'm just resident. In the kingdom, we have seen a mandate. True. There's something Adam is supposed to do. So the question you have to ask here Mm -hmm.
2: is in that mandate, do you hear all the things that sometimes we want to give the kingdom of God? Do you realize that mandate covers everything? It means if you're going to pray, this is the context. Mm Whatever you're going to do for the kingdom, mm. it is towards the mandate. We're yes. the same ones who say God never changes. Mm. So
1: when he said that, he meant it. Yes. And it is for ready and settled. Go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So now we are Genesis 9 yes. 1 to 2. Yes. This is kingdom mandate to Noah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you Mm -hmm. shall be on every beast of the earth, Mm -hmm. on every bird of the air, Mm -hmm. on all that move on the earth, Mm -hmm. and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. There you go. So if you listen carefully, has God changed his mind? He's back to what he told Adam. And
2: we say, God never changes. Mm -hmm. So if God never changes, then this mandate remains valid. We say when something comes out of the mouth of God, it does not return until it accomplishes. We think that is only applicable if God speaks today. Mm. We forget that is a statement of God's nature. He spoke. And it must be.
1: It must return. Right, so the mandate
2: is given twice. So that is to prove the mandate is to mankind, not to a man.
1: Mm. It was not to Adam, and now that he missed it, God is like, Forget about that, let's go on, let's start start life again. Exactly. No, the next one, he still repeats the same thing. Thank you. So, there's a kingdom mandate, and that's why we keep talking about there's an assignment. And every man coming into the earth, God intended them to be part of this mandate. Exactly. Okay, we are in agreement there. Now,
2: it is obvious that that mandate has to do with being fruitful in the earth. Oh, yes. It has a mandate with. Spreading in the earth and representing the kingdom of God everywhere in, where in the earth. Yes. So unless we accomplish that, have we done what we want? Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Now let's, we've seen the origin in a very small bit
1: of the kingdom of God. Okay. Let's see the origin of Babylon. Now I believe when we read these scriptures and you yes. now go back to read the whole context, yes. you don't run with two scriptures. Yes. This is a broadcast of one hour one hour and a half. We can't read all this. So we are giving you the bit, but go back and read the whole, so understand the context context of the whole story. Genesis 10, Uh 8-12, Cush begot Nimrod. Mm -hmm. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. Mm -hmm. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Mm -hmm. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Mm -hmm. Mm Erech, Akkad, and Kalne. In the land of Shina. Mm-hmm. From the land he went to Assyria mm-hmm. and built Nineveh, mm-hmm. Rehoboth, mm-hmm. Kala, mm-hmm. something else there. And rested between Nineveh and Kala. That is the principal city. Interesting. Now, you notice. That's a principal city. A mandate
2: starts with mm-hmm. a man? Yes. A, another yes. mandate starts with mm-hmm.
1: another
2: man? Mm-hmm. No. Now, we are following generations. Yes. Now, and it's interesting, this man is one of the children after the lineage of Noah. If mm. you go back to Genesis 9 we mm. want to go there now. So this is, we are talking about Nimrod. Nimrod. Now Nimrod is interesting and it's interesting that time he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Yes. They tell you in the text if you study the history and story, they say this hunting was he was cunning. He was a trapper. Yes. So he was a mighty hunter before the Lord and the word before the Lord there is actually a negative term. It's like It is confrontational. Mm. He was a mighty hunter who confronted God. Mm. And he's the creator of all these cities. Yes. Right? Mm. Now, why is it important for us to see the creation of these cities. Mm-hmm. It is the only way we'll be able to interpret the origin of
1: Babylon. And again, you need to go back to the issue of he was a mighty hunter before yes. the Lord. Yes. When you talk about him being a hunter, yes. he was not hunting animals. Exactly. He was a hunter of men. There you go. So Nimrod, when he started, he yes. was a man who was hunting men. Yes. And now this takes you back to last week's broadcast where we went to In Revelation Babylon. and said whatever Babylon does, yes. the end result is this bodies and, and the souls, souls of, of men. men. Now Nimrod was hunting men. Keep yes. that in mind. All right? And then it says something here yeah. that, and the beginning, verse ten, and the beginning of his kingdom. Yes, you he see? has a kingdom. <laughs> and the beginning of his <laughs> kingdom. Kingdom. Yes. So here we go. So
2: Babylon is the kingdom of men. All right, against God. Mm. Now it is. We we have some key scriptures that you will. Words that don't make sense now, but as we journey, you will see them. There's a word you'll hear a lot now, Shinar. Mm-hmm. Now, Shinar, not only is where he built all his cities, Shinar is the same place where Daniel is in Babylon, in the land of Shinar. Shina. Daniel 1 verse 2, it says that Nebuchadnezzar carried the people to his land, mm. his country, in Shinar. Yes, there was his city. Mm. Are you saying it's the same
1: pattern? Yes. Over and, over and over and over. You said something here. Yes. That kingdom, when you talk about verse 10, the beginning of his kingdom. Yes. We are talking about Babylon being a kingdom of men. Uh-huh. We are talking about kingdom of men that goes against the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. But the kingdom of men, behind the kingdom of men, yes. is the devil. Exactly. So, therefore, the kingdom of men is run by the principles of the kingdom of darkness. In fact... We didn't want to go into all the scriptures because
2: yes. we've taught them before. Just yes. go to the temptation of Eve. What of, di- yeah. of Eve? What did the devil actually say? You will become like mm. God. So how did the kingdom of men start? From the devil telling him, telling you how, are like mm, God. Yes, Telling them, you are like God. Mm. That's, the kingdom of men means when men replace God.
1: So that's the kingdom of men. Yes, that's how it Which starts. That's the spiritual the
2: side of it. Yes. spiritual side is when we replace God Mm. and you'll see how that connotation begins to unpack so now with that background we've shown you the beginning of the kingdom of God there's a mandate be fruitful multiply multiply, fill the earth yes and there's a mandate to certain people and who told them God God. then we see the beginning of another kingdom by Nimrod who told him Mm -hmm. he has no mandate
1: Mm. he's a man who has a kingdom? First of all, he's been hunting men. Yes. With this men, he wants to form a kingdom. Yes. This kingdom, has yes. no he has no assignment. Exactly. It's his own assignment. Mm. It is not a mandate from God. Yes.
2: He has a key. Okay. All right? So now, let's look at the story as it unfolds in Genesis 11, verse 9. You have to understand Genesis 11 with this background, so that you have the detail of
1: what's actually going on in Genesis 11. Okay. Yeah now the whole earth had one language and one speech and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of shina the land of two rivers babylon and they had emphasis ours yes yes and they dwelt there
2: the land of shina shina the meaning of that word is the land of two rivers that has always been the design and the meaning of the word Babylon Ba-bi-lon. throughout, by the rivers of Babylon, the two rivers, Shina. So whenever you see this term Shina, put in your mind the idea we have inserted there That is the land of two rivers or Babylon. Babylon. That's how you interpret that term every time you see it in scripture. So Shina
1: means the yes. land of two rivers yes.
2: or Babylon. Babylon. That's a picture always. So right? let me
1: read that again. Yes. Now the whole earth had one language yes. and one speech. Yes. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east mm-hmm. that they found the plain in the land of Shina, mm-hmm. and they dwelt there.
2: Now you know what that means. Once you've understood that, then is when you will operate the context of what these scriptures are
1: really about. All right. Now go on to verse 3. Okay. Then they said to one another, Come. Let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. The Lord said, "Indeed, the people are one, and all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they are of purpose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from where they from here." from there over the face of the earth and they see and they ceased building the city therefore its name is called babel because there the lord confused the language of all the earth and from there the lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth
2: now this is interesting <laughs> and, and and that whole story is the most important core and design and structure of understanding Babylon. Mm -hmm. This is, if you're looking for the source of Babylon, the way you're looking for the source of Israel, you look at Adam and Abraham, you now have to look at this story to explain the whole picture Inside these scriptures are every key to
1: understanding Babylon. Mm, so everything about Babylon, yes, how it operates, yes. its mindsets, yes. the principles they use yes. are all hidden here. Yes, and I believe that we need to go, of course, back and look at yeah. each
2: yes. of those. And then, as we go into them, we want to look at first of all the backstory. Then we will break down these words and their meaning. Okay. Okay. The backstory is God wants man to represent Him in the whole earth. Yes. Nimrod wants man to domicile. And they say clearly, lest we are scattered.
1: Let us sit here. Yet in the beginning God says what?
2: Yes. So Kiss this the is earth. open, clear defiance. Mm, mm. God's intent, fulfill
1: the earth. Our intent, stay here. Number one, when you talk of Babylon, yes, defiance to anything that God has said. There you go. You are not going to do it. Exactly. All right? Number two, not only do we stay here, let us make a
2: name for, for ourselves, ourselves. We'll break down all that. And then they go and said, let us build a tower into heaven. So we know it's funny. We always talk about the tower. Yes, We never talk about a city. city. They said, let us build a city and a tower. Mm. So the city is for them. The tower is their defiance of God. Mm. Mm. To the heavens. Let us create our own structure. Now, we want to break down the activities here. Oh, yes. But here, there's a core word that is used. We'll kind of start backwards. Okay. We'll start with the word that the, that it becomes very core here. That, the place is called? Babel. Babel. And remember in Genesis, uh, we've looked at Nimrod. Nimrod built the first city was called? Babel so you know who is behind this construction mm. you know who is leading this movement mm. you know where this story is going so
1: when they say yeah. and they say it one to another, yes. come let us make yes. a city, a bricks and bake them thoroughly. Yes. This conversation starting, mm. Nimrod is behind yes, this. That's a, design. a man who is against God. Yes. A man who is capturing men yes. to build his own kingdom. Yes. In his own kingdom, he has his own principles. The number yeah. one is defiance. Exactly. Now, All right. if, you, if you see how Genesis
2: is written, you'll see this even in Genesis 1, where we see the background of something We're given a whole picture of something, then we are shown the activity behind the picture. So, Nimrod, we are shown he built cities. But now we're being shown how. And how the primary city that later became all those cities
1: were all built on one concept. Mm -hmm. Defiance. Defiance. That's so key. Yes. Defiance. All right.
2: Now we're going to look at the meaning of this core word that we call Babylon. It's interesting, it has got two connotations. In Hebrew, it's the word Babel. In Greek, it's a word Babylon. So whenever we use the term Babylon, we're actually using the Greek version. Babel,
1: Babylon. Yes. (laughs) Which basically means confusion by By mixing. mixing. Confusion by By mixing. That is Babel.
2: Yes. Now, what Mm. does that mean when we say something has been confused by mixing? Mm -hmm. Babylon's nature is to ultimate. We said Nimrod is a hunter. Yes. To trap you. But how does he trap you? Mm using the, con- the connotation of babel which means confusion by mixing, by mixing. Please so explain how that. does he trap you? Mm-hmm. now? to confuse by mixing, the word confuse first of all in fact let's start with the word to mix, to mix is to mingle to mix is when you take two different components and mingle them yeah? but the truth is when you mix things they, they end up with a, a third look. Yes. Yet that look is a component of something else. These two. But these two do not lose Mm. their character. Yes. In other words, in the in mixing, mixing is not the same way when something becomes a new compound. Okay. Mixing is when something becomes an alloy or a mixture Mm. of two compounds. So if you took your time you can still break down the other elements. They are still There. All right. Very important. Okay. So confusion by mixing. So once you've mixed something, it causes confusion. What Mm -hmm. does confusion mean? Mm -hmm. It is a state of not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. It is a state of not being clear about anything. All right. It's a state of not having a clear outcome or a direction. Mm -hmm. So how does Babylon work? Take facts and lies and mix them. All right. What does that cause? Confusion. Because now, you have one idea of who God is, Mm -hmm. but you have another idea of who God is.
1: When they come together, they are in conflict, and yet that's the God you're trying to worship. Okay, stop. (laughs) You see, when you talk about Babel and say, confusion by mixing... I mean, we have to go down to this place where you're saying now, explaining, saying, when you take a scripture, mix it with a man-made idea. Now, you do not know, what do I do with this? Exactly. Because you're saying god created me yes tick Mm -hmm. he has an assignment for me Mm -hmm. tick Mm -hmm. number three i have Mm -hmm. to find my purpose Mm -hmm. i have to find my purpose Mm -hmm. now do you notice now you're like okay wait you created me Mm -hmm. with an assignment but i have to find that assignment confusion mixture and notice what you said something powerful yes you do not
2: know what to do obviously when you actually now take is that's why you get you can be given 10 instructions for the same thing and you'll take any and you'll keep changing it. Today you're told, try this, it doesn't work. Tomorrow no. to try that, it doesn't work. Why? Because the facts are there. And think of this statement. In the original mandate, the principle is God made us in his own image, image. after his own likeness. Then he gave us an instruction. Okay. So you see, that's a combined truth. Mm. In this thing, we say, let us make for ourselves after our own image. So mm. now God is only brought into this angle. Mm. I have decided what I want and how I want it. And everything God created... Look at creation. Yes. Now should conform to my thinking and Mm -hmm. my structure. Yes. So I'm taking what God created. Truth. Yes. I'm creating my own image and position and likeness. Mm. Let us make for ourselves a city. Mm. That was not in God's plan. Yes. Now I want to use God's creation
1: Mm -hmm.
2: to create what I I want. want. That's called Babylon.
1: Now listen to this. When they say, let us yes. create for ourselves a city yes. and a tower, they were creating two things and we are going to look at exactly. that. Exactly. But like you said, you want to create your own city. Yes. Immediately after that we see Abraham being told, mm-hmm. I will take you mm-hmm. to a city. Good. God has this kind now, of a city.
2: without understanding this, mm. you cannot understand God's, mm, Abraham's story. Why he's talking to Abraham.
1: And why he's telling Abraham, yes. I'll
2: give you a city. And where is Abraham? Genesis 12. Please notice, we're in Genesis 11. So what is
1: God's reaction? Okay, wait, wait, (laughs) let's stay here. Let's stay here, guys. They are saying they want to build themselves a city. Yes. In God's God's mind is a city. Yes. That he wants to... They're building a counterfeit city. The city that Abraham was looking for, who is the builder and the maker we say that all the time without knowing the background yes yes why is abraham saying no there's a city i'm looking for but the builder and the maker of that city is god what about the builder and the maker of this city yes is man
2: now do you understand
1: listen god did not tell
2: abraham let me take you to heaven said let me take you to a city Mm. the city you're living in was built by nimrod Mm. Let me take you to one that I have. Yes. Built. The city you're building in, the way it operates, mm. is a city with a tower.
1: Mm.
2: I'm taking you to a city with a temple.
1: <laughs> okay. Two <laughs> cities. Remember we say it, Two cities We have a in message of two cities, two kingdoms. Two cities
2: functioning in the in earth. earth. One functions with a tower. The other functions with,
1: with a, a temple. temple. That's a problem. Now listen to this. When you're talking about a tower and a temple, in the temple, hmm. God downloads himself to man. Yes, In the tower, man ascends, ascends to God, and mm-hmm. with the intention of, of invading over. heaven, yes, and now creating my own yes. life. Now, you need to understand now,
2: this is oh. going to get quite interesting as it we is. break down because now you understand Abraham's call. What is Abraham's call? Mm-hmm. The mandate I gave Noah. Yes, this city cannot fulfill it. Get out. Let me take you to another city where we will fulfill the mandate that I always have in fact what because of Abraham we end up with a city called Jerusalem.
1: Mm-hmm. Now if you have that message uh, if you yes. look at the Melchizedek series, yes. we have the message, and you see where Abraham uh, is being told to get out, yes. and we've broken down what he was told to get out. Exactly. From. When we talk about God telling him, get out of your father's yes. peace and get out of your kings, get out of your, uh, your country, Yes, you will notice that God was actually telling him to get out of this mentality. That was a Come, end. I take you to another place. How this is built
2: is wrong. It's wrong. There's another design. Now, once oh, you understand Bible. that. Yes. Now the work of of, uh, Babylon, and again if you wanted a picture, Mm -hmm. it's a story, it's a picture of mud. How do you create mud? You take water and you take soil Mm -hmm. and you mix them. What is the outcome? (laughs) Mud. Now this is important as you will see what they are trying to do. So Mm -hmm. at the outset let me tell you what what Babylon tries to do is to recreate their own version of how heaven wants the earth to operate. Mm. So, the only way to do that is to create a stairway into heaven and create your own heaven that determines how earth
1: operates. And that is what you'd call heaven on earth.
2: There you go. So,
1: you will find two people yes. saying, yeah. God wants us to have heaven on earth. yes Somebody else says, Yes, we are having heaven on earth. Yes. Two people. Yes. One is coming from a Nimrod. Yes. Um, position, position yes. and then there's one who's coming from the kingdom of God position. Yes. So both are, exp- are saying we want an experience of heaven yes. and earth. Yeah. And, and what is
2: the war that Babylon brings to Jerusalem? Mm. The war that says, your home is not here. Okay. This is our home. Mm. Your home is elsewhere you mm. go. Mm.
1: But this is ours. This is ours. Mm. That's the, but the you lie. go back to the beginning where God told Adam, fill the earth. Babylon tells you, exit Exit
2: the earth. Hmm. Every scripture tells you the earth is the Lord's. Yes. The glory of the knowledge of the Lord shall cover the, the earth. earth. Thy kingdom come, um. thy will be done on earth. Just
1: please go and check up scriptures hmm. with the word earth. You'll be shocked how all of them have to do with God's ownership. So let me ask you a question. This is where we ask. If I come to you and tell you, mm-hmm. as a son of God, mm-hmm. he created you to be here, but you're supposed to be going to heaven. Yes. In fact, I'm preparing you to go. Yes. Where is my message coming from? Exactly. Remember we said yes. something, that by the time Mixture. we finish with the message, you should be asking yourself, Baba. What is the message I'm living by? Am I living by the message of Nimrod, the hunter of men? Once he captures the men, he now has a message for them. Let's build a city. Exit.
2: Let's build a city for ourselves. Mm. In other words, God is persona non grata In our city. Yeah.
1: That's
2: the whole idea. We are self-sufficient. We are capable. We are functional. The only time God dealt with Nebuchadnezzar Mm. is when he began to rise in that spirit. Mm, The city. When, when he he to say, have I, I not made all it this? It is me. Did I not own this? God dealt him. Mm. Because
1: that is the issue. Now, notice something strange. Even though Nimrod was against God, yes. everything God says he was against. Yes. And when God says, go and dominate the earth, yes. Nimrod was trying to dominate men. Exactly. Now, notice something strange with uh, Nimrod. He knew one thing. Even though we will build our own city, yes. we need principles of heaven. Of course. So what do we do? Let's build a tower. Yeah. This tower goes into heaven. Let us go and invade that place yes. and download their principles yes. and install them in our city. Our way. So when you go to Babylon, you will go and find somebody telling you what is marriage. By the way, marriage is yes, coming exactly. together. And everything. But then you will see a deviation yes.
2: from what God and intended. and every deviation.
1: Mm. Listen, guys. Sometimes we have
2: such a wrong connotation of understanding Babylon. Mm. We think, you know, God hates divorce. Okay? True. He doesn't hate divorce. Sees Babylon wants you to hate devo- Sees mm. so they can victimize you and tell you people are wicked. Yet, what did they do? They introduced a concept that was not there from
1: the beginning. Divorce is in the kingdom of Nimrod. Yes. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. the kingdom about. of Nimrod, remember, let us make for ourselves. Selves. So we have rules. What is
2: the primary factor and driver of divorce? Self.
1: Mm. Yeah. Because somebody cares about themselves more than they care about the other. So let's go back to this. Exactly what you've said. Yes. I'm caring about myself. Why? In this city, we can get married. There's a principle we saw in the kingdom of marriage. But listen, in our marriage, we we live the way we want. And by the way, when I'm tired with you... I go. I go. This is how this works. And when I go... I can remarry. Remember, yes. it's our city. We yeah. have our own rules. And what do we say? Don't bring your God to yes. judge me. Yes. In our city, this is how we live. Yes. But you know what? That city is now in the church. True. Where we can come and say, don't talk about divorce. Yeah. Don't say God hates divorce. Yes. Don't even talk about don't it. Judge people. But when you mix the cities, there's a confusion. Yes. Because in this place we are saying, mm. God hates divorce. Yes. But our lives are not working. Because we are running our lives, yes. our marriage, yes. with the principles of men not of God. Now here has also
2: been the weakness church we have also brought too much Babylonian conversation into our environment Mm. Mm. why do we talk divorce in the church Mm. why can't we talk quality of marriage Mm. why are we speaking darkness, why can't we speak light if we spent more time explaining the value and the power of marriage instead of the wickedness of divorce do you realize there is a different Mm. story there I'll say something
1: here (laughs) two men meet or rather a man and a woman yes meet in the kingdom yes. of nimrod yes the kingdom of men yes and in that kingdom they live a certain kind of life which thank is you. not kingdom of god thank you they get married mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. these two people later discover the kingdom of god yes and migrate yes when they come here yeah. they come and start telling you know what we can't live together. We are discovering something is wrong. We are discovering and then this person may be, let's see, one of them is violent, Mm. one of them is unfaithful, Mm -hmm. one of them doing everything the kingdom of men does. Yes, because... From the kingdom of God, you are now starting to say divorce here is inevitable. Yes. Why? The root of this marriage is the kingdom of When We see,
2: we are very interesting. We come into the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. and we get born again. Yes. We don't get all our nimrod things born again
1: mm. okay that's where i was going i was tra- <laughs> this is the ones actually for me where i was like okay wait we need to explain this yes you get born again we come from nimrod. yes majority of the marriages in the earth started in the kingdom of men
2: yes and the one you do not know here born. should mean for myself yes uh, me myself, myself and, and I.
1: I that's what it's called and then we came with a lot of mixed. Char- yes when you're not born again, you enter marriage with expectation of yes. this and expectation of that and I want this. Yes, let me explain
2: mixture on mm-hmm. that level. Mm-hmm. Mixture mm-hmm. means if you treat me well, I'll treat you well. Okay. So I'm also treating you well, by the way, mm. because that is from the kingdom. I yes. should treat you well, well,
1: but on condition. You treat me well. Mixture. Mixture. <laughs> now, when you come here... You feel like you said something powerful, and maybe that is what you need to get. Yes. That when we get born again, yes. me and you, mm-hmm. can we make sure everything we came with is born again, and whatever send cannot that. come, the Bible talks about send. Send it away. The Babylonian wives away. Send it back. Actually, it says yes. that the Bible talks about In send your Babylonian wives away. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah. Anything, any productive thing you brought here. Yes. What are we talking about? Uh, business. Strategy, business, our marriage, reasoning, yes. our reasoning. Yeah. Can we make sure, whatever is Babylon, leave
2: it there, and we start Get in new Babylon. rules here. Start afresh here. Be born again afresh here mm. in all these areas.
1: So, are you saying here, and I don't know why we are talking about marriage, yes. even though we know that yeah. marriage is one of it's that. Core um i call it an institution that is mostly most attacked
2: it will be affected by. in in the series of war because there's a there's a command yeah when, when we begin this series some of you may have heard us share about noah his wife and his sons and their wives mm. so you cannot enter this war alone if you're married
1: okay yes. so when we talk about this i was going to say as a couple yes you cannot come into the kingdom of god from the kingdom of Babylon. Yes. That's what we have to keep remembering yes. all the time. Here I was thinking, I was not blank. Yes. When I come here, I cannot come and say, by the way, yes. men pay bills. Yeah. Where did you hear that? In that kingdom. Thank okay. you. And by the way, Women are supposed to submit. they like, yes. it's like it's um, like not. They're actually. It's not about submission. It's domination. Domination. They you're domi- to be dominated. you're there to be dominated. They are to be dominated. Where did you get that? Yes. So when when you say get your mindset born yes. again, that's what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So you, we are going to be just this war. So it's it's much more interesting than you thought. It is as you will see because Babylon has to be removed wherever it's resident. Mm, yeah. Now what is Babylon committed to? To wipe out the image and likeness of God from the earth. And has it succeeded? Yes, because people ask, where is God? Mm -hmm. We can't see him. That is proof of something that has been done. Mm -hmm. Now, you must understand, if that is uh, Babylon's intent, then God's intent is for his image to be made visible in the earth. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is that since God said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness, so what is man supposed to represent? God. God. What do you think Babylon does? Let us make man in our own image. image, after our own likeness. Where are you going to find it in man?
1: And when we talk about the image of God, yes. we're talking about character, exactly nature, exactly expression. There you go. So we people are asking, where is the expression of God in the yes. earth? Yes, because we are seeing the expression of man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we want to break down this whole mindset we are calling the mentality of Babylon. Yes. This is the identity of hmm. Babylon. Babylon is not what we always think. Oh, there's a devil there, these people hate us, they're our enemies, them mm-hmm. and us. Yeah. No, 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 Babylon is not a people. Mm. Babylon is not a place. Yeah. Babylon is not a country. Babylon is a mentality. It can be resident anywhere, even in the church. It is possible. Listen, let's go again to marriage as a good example. Okay. There are many Nimrodians who had a church wedding.
1: Mmm. So you are living in Babylon. The, your mindset totally is. Everything. But. Even the, the, the preparation towards the wedding. Was all Babylonia. Nimrod.
2: The operations were Nimrod. Mm. But the ceremony was in the church. That is called. What you call the that church. That is building. called Babel. Mixture. Confusion. Since you did everything culturally. Finish it culturally. Mmm. mm. That's a problem. Yeah. And that's why people have conflict with us as a community when we say you must choose have a cultural marriage or have a kingdom marriage. Actually, don't many people, have a mixture, it's called Babel.
1: Many people, when they come for counseling, yes. we always define and tell them there's a kingdom of God where you can have a biblical marriage or you can have a legal marriage, you can yes. have a customary marriage, yes. you can have an African marriage, yeah. you can have a. There are many different kinds of weddings. And you understand <laughs> let us make for ourselves
2: Self. man is creative there can be 100 versions of ourselves yes of ourselves mm. how we as a community decided to have ours how we 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 now once you've
1: had all those the reason you're struggling in your marriage is because it's bubble it's mixed mm. let's say something here and this is turning out to be a two as one this is what we <laughs> discuss in the two as one all right ask yourself before our marriage, mm. what were how are we living? Before yes. our wedding, let me not yes. even say marriage, wedding. wedding, the wedding day. Okay, because we are talking about the church A ceremony, ceremony alright? Before that, what was our life? Mm-hmm. When I look at our lifestyle, what we were doing between us. Yeah, yeah. Here, you know for yourself. Was it can you go to God and tell him by the way? It was kingdom. We were kingdom, we were God, we were everything concerning yes. you. We are your word. Yeah. Most of people will say no but you came and did a church wedding. Yes. Now, do you realize this is just a ceremony? Yes. Now, when you take this ceremony with your activities before your wedding, Mm. that's what we are calling mixture. Exactly. Because we are saying, when I stand here, and a man of God comes and says, I bless you. Mm. The Lord God bless you. May he increase you on the wedding day. May your basket never fail. May you be blessed going out and coming in. But wait, when you are listening to this prayer, you are saying, dear man of God, If you know where we are coming from, you will not declare those words. Or even where we are going. (laughs) If you know what is happening after we finish with you here, you will not talk mixture. Then tomorrow you come and say, even
2: Christian marriages are breaking up. Mm. No, they are not. Or you know, even believers are now having divorces. No, they are not. Mm. What is happening is there was too much bubble in that mixture. The side you always saw was the kingdom side remember mud is two parts two parts mud one part water two parts soil one part water so which is the smaller water because if you have a lot of water and soil you won't get mud no but if you have a lot of so mud, there's a soil, bit of the kingdom exactly so whenever <laughs> you talk you talk water mm. but you live mud uh, soil soil you get so there are people who know you <laughs> On a Sunday, one day of the week. Water. Water. Mm.
1: On a Wednesday, water. water. The people who live with you. Soil. soil. And what is soil? It's a bubble. Soil is where we talk about man's intelligence, man's yeah. strategy, man's way of living. Your reasoning. Your reasoning is all based ourselves. <laughs> right. I think this thing of marriage is interesting <laughs> because just the thought of me coming here and saying, "Wait, how many marriages do we attend?" Yeah. And I'm sitting there and asking myself, "Man of God." Mm. Do you know where these ones are from? Do you know where they are going? They are not interested with God. Yes. But you know what? We have a bit of water yes. and a lot of soil. Yes. A lot of human intelligence, yes. human Knowledge, operations, understanding. Nimrod that mentality. Mean, that is a human
2: skill. Mm. There is a lot of skill in what you have done, but it is for yourself.
1: Now, another question I'll ask you. Yes. If this is our makeup, a lot of soil and a very little water to make these things mix and become mud so that when I talk, you're seeing something that has formed and you're like, wow, praise the Lord. Now, if this is how we are, now, when you talk about advancement of the kingdom of God, yes. do you realize it's not a matter of things are not working in mm-hmm. my life? It's a matter of I need to destroy this whole thing I've come with yes. so that I can be able to even receive. Because with this kind of mentality, mad, God mm. will not talk to you. Now, let me you explain, can't hear
2: him. Yeah, let's explain how that works. The way we have been structured, the Babel model, mm. is in every area of life, two parts man, one part God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. yet God's way is two parts God one part man Mm -hmm. now how does that work it means God's spirit rules your soul and your function in your body
1: so where you are functioning is a result of what God says, so you are complete
2: God, your expression is God but the way we live is one part man one part the soul, the mentality man, then where does God fit in Mm. So God has to be accommodated in my thinking. Mm. I will pick what I want Mm. and I'll use that. What I don't want, I will reject. That equals Babylon.
1: Mm. And that's why you notice also, when you have meetings, whether they are political, whether it's a wedding, a funeral, or anything, we think, let's start with a prayer. Let's call God. Yeah. When it comes to protection, yes. people know there's a way this God should be protecting us. Yes. That's what we want. We want. Run After part. we pray, I'll do all Please notice, want.
2: we want him to protect us, Babylon. Mm. Not to protect everybody else. Mm-mm. No, we're not looking for
1: protection for everyone. We're looking for protection for God for what? For me. Babel. We are talking about mixture and we're yes. talking about confusion yes. by mixing. So when yes. we talk about the, the city called Babel, We are saying there's a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. So we live a life where we keep asking, how am I supposed to do this? Because there's a place in me that Mm -hmm. is calling out to God. There's something inside of me that says I need to live uh, a godly life. But there's another place which is huger, which is bigger, which is more stronger and mightier, which is pulling me. So I keep feeling like I'm in this
2: place where I'm not settled. So let's, let's look at the relationship. If you live in a city with a tower, yes. or if you live in the city with a temple. Yes. Okay? In a city with a tower, when you're in the city and there is chaos and trouble, you ascend to the tower to ask for a solution for your problem. Mm. <laughs> so you only go to God for him to deal with what you have brought before him. And we've done it so well we said. We say, let us bring our issues to God. Goodness. Mm. Mm. What model have we been building? Mm. So when our issues are not met, God is not faithful. God doesn't show up. Are you sure this thing works? We have prayed for a long time. What did you take up the tower? Mm.
1: Remember we said that You the built for tower, yourself the tower. The tower yes. is um us invading heaven. Yes. I want to enter heaven by force and I want heaven to heal me. I want heaven to to prosper me. I want heaven to give me a breakthrough. I want heaven to give me a job. I don't care what heaven intends for my life. It is what I want for my life. Meanwhile, you
2: want him to come and fix the city which was built in rebellion Mm. anyway. Mm. Alright? Meanwhile, how does the temple operate? The temple has an intent, not uh, uh, a city with a temple. Nobody is resident in the temple. Nobody lives in the temple. Yes. We only go to the temple because we've been summoned. Yes. Because we want to hear. When we go to the temple, we go to listen, not to talk. Mm-hmm. We go to hear what is the mandate. When we hear, we now come and execute because we know we are already provided for. Mm. So mm. the king would not send you to what he hasn't provided mandate. for. That was the issue. Did you notice something strange? When God gave them a tabernacle, they were in motion.
1: Mm, Yes.
2: not in settlement. Yeah. So God was with them in movement. Mm -hmm. God was with them resident. In settlement. But they would go through nations that were settled. If you build a tower,
1: you're settled. Yeah. So we're in this place called Shina, where we are saying, let us settle here. There's no movement. The kingdom is about movement. It is about
2: me. And here, what is my assignment? To make a name for For myself. myself lest I am scattered, lest I am found to be functioning in the kingdom. Mm. Alright? So, that is where we get the idea. Now, let me just say something about the Tower of Babel. Technically, in Scripture, there is no such statement, the Tower of Babel. Okay? That is a connotation we draw, because we think the Tower of Babel, and just drawing that connotation makes us think that was the story in Genesis 11. So, we miss the story. Yes. The city was Babel. It had a tower. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why we say the Tower oh. of Babel. Babel is the issue. There's a city. And not way the we've been talking about the tower. <laughs> we forget about the city. The tower They built a Babel. city yes. and a tower. It is
2: like us talking about the uh, a monument. A mm-hmm. monument like in the U.S. or uh, in New York when you talk about the, what is it called, the Statue of Liberty. Mm. But you're forgetting the city it's in. Mm-hmm. The city is the issue. The yes. statue is a very symbolic of something else. Yes. The tower tells you how the city is run.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Alright? Yes. It's a symbol of the nature and character of the city. Yes. That's the picture. So once we understand that, secondly, I think it's important to understand that the tower wasn't that tall. It never reached heaven. And I can give you a simple historical fact for this. Um, historians have done a research. Since the Bible clearly says that the, the tower was made of bricks. Let us make bricks. Alright? Again, it had to be bricks bricks of what of mud so you can see even the building blocks of the city are mixture mentality okay yes but they tell you that you can now measure we now, fortunately we've got computers so you can say let's assume the largest brick what size was it mm-hmm. let us assume that it was even dried and it yes, was strong yes the highest it could ever have been mm. For that weight to work scientifically cannot be more than two miles in height.
1: That's the maximum so weight. So, you're saying that when you're talking about a tower into heaven. Yes. For us, we are looking at form and function. Exactly. We are saying when you talk about a tower, first of, yes. of all, you're talking about um, it's, a, it's a fortress. Yes. Going into heaven, that yes. is the key.
2: We are, have We have locked our own
1: mentality of how heaven must be approached. Yes. Okay. And this thing we have built. Yes. It is not that thing you come in tomorrow and say, by the way, I lay hands on you yes. and the mentality is broken. No. This is telling you, my friend. There are issues. It is fortified. So
2: here are symbols. So it's fortified. It is a tower. Mm. A tower has spiral staircases. So there's a way you're climbing mm. in your at your own pace mm. when you decide how to ascend. Mm. When you ascend, you're the one who built the top of the tower. Mm. So you, you determine the engagement level there. Mm. It is you who defines the the engagement there. Now let's look at the contrast. The the, the word Babel also or Babylon also means the gate of the gods. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: The gateway of the gods. gods, Okay? The gateway to heaven. Mm. Now that is funny because the Bible says the kingdoms of this world, that means they are plural. Yes. Again, if you say make for ourselves, you can make as many. I, I feel yours yeah, is not working for me. We usually think that the, the, the kingdoms of this world are seven. No, no, no. no there are many. There are many. Because they are the kingdoms mm-hmm. of this world. That mm-hmm. means each kingdom has its own gods. Yes. Because they created their own gods. gods. Everything came from this tower. Mm-hmm. Remember when they were split into languages, they went to the Each mentality. went and built their of own. Of course. And they continued with the concept. Yeah. All right? In their own language. All have one thing in common, defiance against God. Yes. That never changed. Yes, All have one thing in common for ourselves. Mm-hmm. All are exclusive. All are anti-anything God. Mm-hmm. Principle. Yeah. You find it in every structure. You don't even have to try. Mm-hmm. Now you must understand that the tower, therefore, itself doesn't matter, but it is a symbol.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a symbol of human ability yeah. and prosperity. The yes. power of human beings to create things and to push boundaries against God God. wait (laughs) human beings to create anything anything pushing against God talk about that yes see if we understand that we'll understand that human beings it's not our inability our soul God created us with capacity to represent him Mm -hmm. and he put us in an environment of immeasurable capacity so if we remove him he doesn't take away our abilities the gifts and callings are about repentance, our gifts remain. Now, our gifts can be used for what we want. Why is this important? We in the earth today are sitting at another Tower of Babel moment. Mm. We have the ability with technology to push any boundary. Mm-hmm. The question is, how many boundaries are we pushing against God?
1: Because right now we are in a, uh, at a, the, the brick of,
2: yes. of manipulating man yes. to do what we want. Absolutely. I mean, that. Is a... back. What do you Capture think men. social media is? Capture men. It's a tower of Babel. Hmm. It captures men, and what drives What's it? What's the intention?
1: Self. Same picture, the pattern of you, never changes. When you talk about social media as a yes. point of capturing men, yes. notice uh, anyone who spends a lot of time on social media yes. come up with their own rules. Exactly. This is how I want to live, and yes. this is how I want, and this is what people call... Yes, uh, success exactly. Now, you use men's definition of success. So, when God tells you, I want you to do this, you look at it and say, This does not fit with what men say. Yes. How will people think? Exactly. What will people say? Where are you getting all those principles? That's it. So, when you talk about Nimrod, Babylon yes. being a place of capturing men, exactly. I love what you just the word you just used that whatever we create in here, we are yes. pushing boundaries of God. That's it. Mm. Check
2: carefully, mm. we are pushing boundaries. Yes, now we are not even listen, we've gone beyond the battle of whether you're gay or not. We've gone to the place of being genderless. Have you had those definitions? I am an it. What are we doing? Tower of Babel, we are pushing. But you know what? The story we draw from the Tower of Babel is God always knows how to check that behavior. Mm -hmm. The Tower of Babel is proof. God knows how to draw the line and say, okay, you've arrived. Let me show you what I've done with generations past. Mm.
1: I'll show you how I crash this system. Right now we might be saying, <laughs> guys, <laughs> you know what? Gays should not. The gays yeah. are... Lord tells you, my yeah. friend, yeah. in my days, they were so crazy yes. that they actually wanted to sleep with angels. Yeah, you haven't seen anything yet. You have not uh, seen. So, the the, <laughs> the, to
2: understand this, is to understand the reality that where we have arrived at, the boundaries have been pushed. And because the boundaries have been pushed, God has a way, but every time God checks, how does God check behavior? He checks behavior the same way He did with Abraham. Mm. He called out a people. Oh, (laughs) yeah, He didn't bring destruction on the earth, He called out a people. Whenever God wants to make a shift, He calls out. He made a shift, He called out Noah Mm -hmm. and His family because He was dealing again with the wickedness of Of men. Same picture, Mm. so it was time to shift
1: again. He called. Out. Abraham, yes,
2: to create another nation. I
1: think we have seen the calling out, yes. And every time we talk about the calling out, there is always this one person who God calls almost yes. like to continue, yes. with my mandate, yes, even in the more about Moabites, yes, Ruth came always, out. Does. always When does. we talk about Ruth, we are talking about continuation yes. of the genealogy of yes. Christ, yes. So we are saying that every time we come to this point, God tells you, my friend. I have a people. Now the question is: Now maybe we we'll just, just need to summarize this yes. for this uh, session. Yes. When you talk about Babylon, yeah. what are we saying? And uh-huh. especially when we say, "Start tracing yourself." If you have the principles of Babylon, yes. even though you're sitting in church. Yes. And
2: yeah, I think it's very important. You see, the concept is always this: In which area of your life are you pushing the boundaries? Mm. Are you trying to do what it's on? And how do you push the boundaries? How does it start? The, listen, the, the soul is insatiable. The minute you want to do things for yourself, you've begun the journey. Because how did it start? They said, let's settle
1: here. Yeah. God says go.
2: Yeah. And why, says why are we settling? Because we don't want uncertainty, Lord.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah? We don't want faith. Mm. We don't want to move on a risk. Yeah. We want to build what we know, what we can control, mm. and what we can manage. And we want to make it... Listen, one of the pictures of the tower was God had just destroyed the earth with the flood. Mm, mm. So we're going to build a tower so high, if you bring another flood, you can't reach us. You can.
1: <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> we're talking about, you said something, that we don't want, want the uncertainty of God. Yes. Do you notice walking with God Yes. Is actually that statement uncertain. certainty of where God is taking you. Yes. today you say I'm starting a business how are you stating with the kingdom principles yes. now why are you doing ABCD yes I don't know God yeah. told me to do yes but let me ask you when you do this are you going to reach here yes. God knows And
2: notice the time God uses Abraham I, I will show you mm-hmm. God didn't say we will show him
1: mm. So we don't want somewhere God will show us. because of the uncertainty you are talking about.
2: Exactly. That Mm. uncertainty is what you grow in in his image. Mm. That so-called uncertainty is only uncertain to those who don't know the
1: Creator. Let me ask you. Here are my children. Yes. All right? Growing up three years here. Yes. And you are telling me, train these children in the ways of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when they grow up, they shall not turn. Yes. from that way, yes. no matter what happens. Yes. It's a principle in the Bible. Yes. Now me, I ask you, okay, how do I train them? You tell me, okay, read the word for them, teach them the kingdom principles, leave them by yourself so that they watch you and mm. they can see ABCD. Mm. And I'm like, no, let me tell you the better one. Mm. Beat the hell out of these kids. The one I know, if you beat them, they will not repeat. That's now the concept of men. Where did you borrow from? Okay. When they the do, don't, of, give them man, don't, don't give them uh, uh, money. Don't give to, them give mobile them, phones. Don't control. give them this. Now, another thing we do, put them on the naughty corner. Yes. Where I can see. Yeah. When you tell me to leave them to God. Yes. The word. No, no. <laughs> let me be the one to control. You notice how it's so easy. Nimrod, preserver of men. Let us make for ourselves. Hmm. Do you know
2: half the time that... If you think, as we grew up as parents and our other parents, we had this message: "Why are you doing this to ashamed me?" Me, <laughs> of
1: course, Nimrod again.
2: Nimrod, no, I am training you for you, mm. not for, for me. me. On my side, I'm well. Mm. I've done me. the best, and listen, I'm not moved by what people think. So when about you go, me. when
1: the Bible talks about train up your own child, yes, it talks about there is a. Biblical principles that we need to instill in this child. Yes. But we don't want to trust our children into the hands of the word of God. We want to do it ourselves. And guys,
2: listen. Biblical principles for your children is not a Bible seminar. Yes. Neither is it a verse remembering. It is, Bible says, for I know of Abraham. Abraham, he will teach his children, children, the ways. Of the Lord.
1: There's something called? The ways. Ways, not scripture. Yes. You read the scripture, leave your children alone. Then once you read the scripture, Im- create a culture in your home. Then there's a culture. They but this culture is the base, the yes. foundation yes. is the word of
2: God. Let me tell you, this is the problem. Because uh, Babylon is a counterfeit kingdom, it borrows, remember what we said? It borrows, mm. but it builds its way. So what did Babylon do to you? Mm. Babylon taught you your culture without a book. Hmm. You defend your culture with your life. You know, we as this tribe, the way we do things, who taught you? Nobody. Where's the book? Chapter what? verse what?
1: You learned it in lifestyle. Because they
2: used the kingdom model, they modeled it for you. Mm. They they, they tied truth to it. They told you, if you do this, this is not order. This is how they tied truth. It Mm. became life. Mm. But the Bible you want to read at your children?
1: No. But you're not leaving it as a li-
2: it's exactly. not like.
1: You're leaving Nimrod and teaching Bible. Mm. Babel. I think what you're trying to do today if you notice we are trying to say this word Babel yes. means confusion yes. by mixing. Exactly. Now if you talk about confusion by mixing today if you ask us what are you saying today? We are trying to define that stop look at your life and check where you have mixed things and you're in confusion yes. when you look at your children you're saying I seriously don't understand what kingdom means that train up the, ch- the way yeah. of the, the, the children in your in, in the, the way, way they should go yes. why am I confused yeah. because in one place you're telling me God is looking for godly children mm. not good children yes. men have told me I need to make good children how do I make yes. them? by creating them in my image yes. don't beat my children, don't yeah. shout at my children don't, correct don't Don't correct my self. children them when they want they do what they want that's what men are saying you are coming to tell me train them in the way of the Lord now this way of the Lord and this when they come together I'm confused what yes. do I do I let them be and let me tell you how do we do this remember the Bible
2: is a play the, 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 the Babylon is a land of rivers what is a river counterfeit of the Holy Spirit mm. okay so most of us will defend what we read in a book mm. you don't ask the author What is this? Is he Nimrod or is he kingdom? Confusion. Confusion. But you will defend what Nimrod gave you. What you didn't understand, Nimrod gave you the coaching for training
1: for living in Babylon. Hmm. When you talk about, for example, now, do you realize there's something you always say? We are supposed to raise our children. Yes. We've reached a place where they raise us. Yep. That is where you go to Facebook or you go to any social media uh, platform and you hear parents say Imagine my child ask me, Mom, why are you doing this? Yes. You should not be doing this, Mom, and because you think it's and it is impressive. And you're like, Wait, and you your post child it. is teaching you, and you post it. How my child told me that, Mom, you should not be shouting at me. Instead, you should be doing ABCD, and you are posting it. You're impressed. We have reversed. We've come to a place where the children are the ones teaching us now. But you see, to
2: be accepted mm. and to have a name For in the Bible. Yes you must conform to To Babel's standards.
1: Say that, because that's our problem.
2: (laughs) Say that again. Because remember, what is the driving force in Babel? To make a name for ourselves, Mm. greatness, Mm. to be accepted, Mm. for everybody to be impressed by you. Mm. To Mm. do that, you must operate by the rules of, of the environment so
1: that you are acceptable. When you hear the rules of the kingdom, they are strange. You remember what the yes. patriarch said? Yeah. When I see where God is taking me, yes. I become a stranger here. There you go. The problem now, when I hear how people speak, mm. my language of the kingdom, keeping yes. the conversations of God going, is a strange thing here. Yes. So what do I do? Ignore this now, so that I can fit. Yes. Alright? Now because you
2: don't know the makeup of this place, mm-hmm. which ends with a long statement, you shall surely die. Mm-hmm. Surely die doesn't mean murder. Mm-hmm. means the life in you, the life oh, force, yeah. the quality of life and mm-hmm. the joy of living mm-hmm. will die. Mm-hmm. And most people who live in that environment know the reality in their quietness. Yeah. They know there's a death position. Because how do you explain somebody who was visibly vibrant and then they commit suicide? Mm-hmm. When did death happen? Mm-hmm. It happened because you are not designed to function in that place. Mm-hmm. The, the, the life force
1: in you begins to ebb because it's not
2: getting expression. In fact,
1: when Abraham, now when Adam ate, yes. God never told him die. Exactly. He just told him, from this point now, yes. you will sweat. Yes. You will toil. Mm-hmm. When you bring up, uh, bring forth children, there'll yes. be pain. Yes. What does that mean? This is death. Exactly. So when you come to a place where you say, listen to the place of mixture, confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Children are a gift from God. So when you're pregnant, everybody tells you, children are a g- gift from God. Yes. What about when you're giving birth? Yeah. You wonder, this gift from God is painful. Exactly. So, mixture. Yeah. We've L- not gone back to a place of separating. Children are
2: a gift from God, not to you. <laughs> okay, explain <laughs> what you're saying. To the generation they're brought into. Yeah. So stop having an issue, but is this my gift? No, it isn't. Hmm. It is a gift from God through you Two to a generation. Generations. Please understand, Jesus was not a gift to Mary. Oh, <laughs> What she had to go through cannot be called a gift. Mm. But he was a gift to us.
1: Mm.
2: Get that into your system of the kingdom. Yeah. When you understand that, then you'll understand Is I'm bringing up that child. I'm bringing up a gift for the nations. Mm. Not... Uh, the child that makes people impressed with me because my baby can do
1: mm. my friend mm. you are creating dangers so you're saying that when you look at what you're talking about babel yes. we are saying that everything is about me when yes. i look at my business what will people say me exactly. my marriage it's about me my children it go. is me so we come to a place of saying as long as i'm in the me 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 that is babel, babel has gotten number two confusion. If I'm in this place where I'm confused, that the kingdom says this, but I am experiencing this, there's a confusion somewhere of how should I live? How should I react? How should I express myself here? I'm confused because I'm mixing
2: two things. that confusion is cost Mm -hmm. because it is hard to reconcile a message for others when your primary driver is yourself. Mm -hmm. That is confusion. And that is why in that state you will misread even scripture. Mm -hmm. Because If you understand the kingdom, when it says, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added. Yes. You'll read it, if you're reading it from Jerusalem, you read it this way. My mandate to do what I need to do. Mm -hmm. I should be as comfortable because I know God will take care of me. Oh, yes. If you're reading the same scripture from Babel or Babylon, you will say, what must I do in the kingdom to get these things?
1: Mm -hmm. You, see you always think there is something. Do you see, that's what we are calling uh, confusion. And that's yes. what you are saying, that there's a place Christianity, if mm. I may use that word, we know it's Ecclesia. I yes. mean Ecclesia, but yes. I'm using this for us to understand. There's a place Christianity frustrates. Mm. Because there's this process, a lot of promises that God yes. has given us. But there's this frustration yes. and conflicting life I'm living. Exactly. And I'm wondering how to match or exactly. how to leave this uh, frustration yes. and come into this promise. And, here, and
2: here's the problem every time we come and ask a question, pray for me. me. You see, now is it wrong to ask that? No. But the motive should be pray for me so that I can understand. Not pray for me so that I can have. Hmm. You get the difference? Yes. Because when you understand, things will change. Instead of God will change. doesn't care about us he,
1: he
2: does. does a lot listen he does i say again he, he does is. don't do his job for him stop caring about yourself see that's a problem we want to care about ourselves and forgot to care about us no if god cares about you you are safe
1: mm.
2: you no longer need to worry about caring about yourself that's the picture it's like sitting in a car with a confident driver don't start giving directions
1: mm. yep
2: sit comfortable knowing you will arrive yeah Right. If the car stumbles, you're not driving. It's okay. Mm. Don't don't jump as if you're the one who has to pull the car back into the road. Mm -hmm. No, someone else is in charge. Now, this is the picture. There are two things we need to understand, because it's very easy to go away from where we are and jump into a religious mode. Religion is still Babylon.
1: We are coming to that
2: in the future broadcast. (laughs) Religion is still Babylon. Yes. Because uh, the other side, I said Revelation is about Christ. All right. Now, Revelation chapter 17 is about spiritual Babylon. Revelation chapter 18 is about practical Babylon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In 18, we talked about the merchandise, the trade. If you go to 6, 17, it talks about mystery.
1: Babylon.
2: It uses all pictures, the harlot, the what? Pictures, pictures. What is it telling you? That there's a spiritual lie that affects the material activity. All right. So religion is still another tower. Because we all have religions, even Christians have their religion, where it's a tower, what is that religion? It's again the same thing, where we decide how God approaches us, not how we approach God. So we create rules and rituals and say, if you follow one, two, three, four, five, and that is why I always get amused when you, sit, when you find two cultures in a marriage because their problem is they brought their towers, and that's why they say, why do we? that's why we don't want to marry from a different culture, why? Because they'll bring us a tower we don't understand. We want the tower we understand. In our tower, we bring one, two, three. And that's where everybody makes that demand. We want this marriage to be put together according to our tower. Which is funny because the couple getting married, where are they going to live? Mm. Are they going to live which in tower? this ca- which tower or in a temple? That's a conflict. Now, we're giving new marriages a metaphor. Why? Because we're soon going to talk about the same principle in business. When we say the war of business, why are we saying? Beat your plush into swords. This is familiar territory, this is your farm, this is your land, this is your environment. Now we are shifting you to a place where this is not the tool you understand. It has to be operated differently. We are moving you from Babel to Jerusalem. You cannot fight this war from Babel talking the language of Jerusalem. You are actually a liability to the war.
1: Mm. So what are we talking about? business as a tool of war. Yes. We are saying that for us to understand, we have to go back to Babel, understand what is Babylon, yes. so that we know that we cannot fight yes. the kingdom war standing from Babel. Yes. And like you're saying, that when you talk about change your plosher into sword, the way you held a plosher is yes. not the same way you're going to hold a sword. Absolutely. So you need a total reconfiguration. Yes. We are coming to a place where you're saying we have to reconfigure our thinking, our way of doing things, so that we now do things the kingdom way. So at this point is where we say we are tracking business unusual and we keep it kingdom, keep it pure. pure. God bless you.
2: God bless.
1: Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains what have you heard, and what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook,
0: twitter and youtube you can send in your questions through facebook or use the email on your screen and as micah44 says may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree until our next episode keep it kingdom keep it pure